0: This is an Ask Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Ask Brothers Rent. Download all our content on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Enjoy. I'm gonna say I'm waiting for the live button to press, but it's not doing it. No, it's done it now. Typical. Come out live and I fuck (laughs) it up already. Right, welcome guys to, uh, what is this, an Ask Brothers preview show. It's the second episode. Uh, I've been joined by Jerome. Welcome, Jerome. How are we doing, Evening. mate?
1: Always well. How are you doing? How's the rum? No, nah, no rum today. Just, just a, no rum. To a uh, Work in the morning. Work in
0: the morning. Yeah, terrible. Shouldn't be any excuse <laughs> that for you, should it? I've also been nah, joined by Corey. Corey, you're off on holiday tomorrow or tonight? I am, yes. Yeah, I've seen you. Uh, yeah, I have the pleasure of you guys' company. That's it, mate. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm sure the missus won't kick your head in. <laughs> a black eye, a black eye for it. A uh, black eye for it for your holidays, <laughs> mate. I've also seen your Twitter picture as well, mate, with the old uh, shirt opened up, looking like a Nubian prince. I bet you're loving it, don't you, Mike? You got to give the people <laughs> what they want. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't complaining. It turned me on. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go check this like, out.
2: <laughs> I, was, I, wanted to, I wanted to undo more buttons, but the the club security wouldn't let me. So you know, yeah, at the top part. But don't worry, I've got some pictures for you when I get back.
0: Oh, in mate, I'm ready and waiting. You know, for you. ready yeah. and waiting. For you. <laughs> I've also been joined by, and we're also being joined by Big Steve. How are we doing, mate? Oh yeah, not too bad, man. No, not too bad. I heard yeah, you beat the lockdown by getting out of the northeast as quick as possible, mate. Yeah, yeah, got back
3: Thursday, and now it's now it's going in local lockdown. So fun times. Yeah,
0: that, that's good, mate. You beat it. At least you can go outdoors. <laughs> yeah. Right on today's one, we're going to be discussing Arsenal versus West Ham. A little bit about Arsenal v Leicester for the upcoming cup game, but we're not going to go too much into that because Ryan, our other ass brother. Uh, does a review show of the cup game so we'll just mention a little bit of it but not too much Uh, but first things first let's discuss the uh, latest scores Arsenal, full of the arsenal what did you guys think good win Jerome
1: well you know I said last week 3-0 I was very confident you called it it. you Uh, called it I kind of saw that win coming. <laughs> yeah. I, I was honest. I said to you, we would go into that comfortably. At Bamiyang, I was confident he'd end up signing afterwards. I said it would happen. Um, so, you know, good win. We looked good. Yeah, Wasn't really tested at the back. Not too much. You know, there wasn't really anything that I can really... Gabriel, everyone had a good game, but it was no one really to push us. So,
0: a bit of a comfortable win. Happy. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. I enjoyed it. Corey, what did you think to it, mate?
2: Yeah, no, it was a it was a good expected win, but a good win, but so you were more you expect to beat them, so you're more focused on the actual performance of individual players and yeah. that's what I was more looking at. So sometimes for some people you were pleasantly surprised, for some people you were probably a little bit more critical, you know, so you would look at Aubameyang's performance and say, "Okay, Sully Fulham, you should possibly be doing better. It's a great goal, but um but in terms of his performance, you know, not his best. We've seen him a lot better." But then in that- Lacazette got like man of the match which we're happy to see we want to see him do well at the club it looks like he's staying so we want to see him flourish because if we've got a guy in the number nine position that you know is flourishing then that that's a big difference between eighth and fourth you know obviously William new signing we're always going to be looking closely at um at new signings you know yeah. great you know like two free assists um look lively look sharp um, you know, like we talked about him before he, you know, when he signed, he doesn't look his age, you know, I can see why he's got the length of contract that he's got because he just, he still looks like he, you know, he, he's as good as he's always done. So,
1: mm.
2: and then he, you know, good solid performance, you know, he's starting to get people questioning whether he even needs a, a new signing in that position. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. You know, like he's not really tested at the back, um, but I was happy with what I saw.
0: Yeah, well, I think, uh, I don't think, I thought it was Gabriel got man of the match, not Lacazette. I think, was oh, it? One place to Yeah, go to Gabriel got yeah, man of the match, mate, yeah. Lacazette got his goal and dropped off a bit. This is what I was, I was wondering, with a Bamiang, what you were saying about yeah. a, a Bamiang for me, is <laughs> he pops up in the right moments. He doesn't do a lot, and then all of a sudden it's like, bang, he's there in his goal. It's like, oh, where, where did he come from? You have not been on the pitch mm. all game, have mm. he?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, like I say, so I thought he just dropped off a bit after his goal. He didn't really do much. But, yeah, it was definitely Gabriel who got man of the match. Someone gave him
2: man of the match somewhere. Some <laughs> publication <laughs> or something. He was he's only man
0: of the match from me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah, but Gabriel, um, yeah, we could talk about him. You know, um, solid start. Um,
0: got not a goal as well. So a dream, dream, dream debut. Huh? He, he didn't do too bad, did he? Considering he had six months off, he hadn't played a game for six months. Mm. Yeah, and was no, exactly I just,
2: oh, yeah. Six months off, new country, new team, new mm. teammates. Doesn't speak the language yet, and everything like just he just got through the game just through pure talent and um, and fitness. And I was yeah, I was impressed. Again, it's only Fulham, and you know I think most people are tipping Fulham to go Without down. Me. However, yeah, yeah. We away it was our first game. Um, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you, and I think we sort of beat them handily. Yeah. So yeah, happy with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Steve, have you got anything to add to that?
3: Yeah, um, I mean the boys pretty much covered it. But yeah, I think yes, it is only Fulham and you just said exactly what I was gonna say. You can only beat what's in front of you. Um I think their Fulham's biggest mistake was not starting Mitrovic. I think if you've got if you've got someone like Mitrovic bullying Rob Holding and Gabriel who, you know, or even if it was Saliba, you've got two new centre backs to the Premier League. Get them, you know, get someone physical to really sort of run run them ragged and, and Fulham didn't. And I think that's why we kept the clean sheet. We were solid at the back, we were solid in the midfield and, and yeah, you know, everyone I think everyone played their part worth well. it. I think the only person I can't really remember doing much at all was was um was Bellerin. I I don't remember anything about Bellerin from that game. But aside from that, I think yeah everyone everyone did their role.
0: Yeah, that's a fair Sometimes point. Sometimes that's mate. a good. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. oh, Jim. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My you
2: know, you know, I think often it's a good thing when you 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 know when it comes to defenders. When they don't come to mind in a match and you keep a clean yeah. sheet, that that's often that's a good thing. You don't really want to talk about defenders too much, you know. You don't yeah, want them to yeah, have a yeah. lot to do.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. And hmm. I think to be critical, I was sort of the same on uh, Bellerin as well. I thought the same. You know, it's wasn't his best performance considering, but you know, it, like a win's a win at the end of the day. And like Corey said, yeah, we should beat Fulham. It's sometimes you can look at it. It's them sort of games we normally lose,
3: mm. um,
0: you know, of previous times. So it's you know it, it's nice to get these wins, and especially being the first game of the season, it's definitely nice to get a win against Fulham. Um, I think normally, like I say times of old, we probably would have lost three nil um, a couple of seasons ago. So yeah, I think we're we're good on that one. I think it's I think it's nice.
1: Yeah. But I, I also want to add though. I can't forget. Uh, I want to know uh, before we move on to the West End game. We have to mention Leno's just come back. Nice clean sheet. He didn't have to do much. Mm. I'm a bit. I don't know. I don't know where everyone else stands with this Martinez. I'm as happy with him to stay and be fight for the position. You know, it's a bit shame he's
3: gone now. Yeah, I, th- well, I, I think. I mean, Leno. I know.
0: Uh, before, before we get to this, guys, this is something that I was actually going to get onto, but Jerome's just taking it way <laughs> <boy, boy, boy>. up. <laughs> Cheers to that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll, we will get on to that and we'll get into that with a bit more discussion because I would like to discuss that one so but let's get this West Ham out of the way because who wants to talk about other teams apart from us you know this is the way it goes <laughs> so I've got uh, David Moyes has never won in 19 attempts this will be his 20th attempt against Arsenal can you believe that Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> <win there. laughs> <laughs> in his Everton days, I thought he might have got one win. You know, when he went no. to man, U, yeah, he was shit. Uh, so, yeah, I can agree with that. But, yeah, during his Everton days, he had quite a decent squad back in Everton. So.
1: No, not good yeah. enough. Like, oh, a wait, long wait. time ago now. Yeah. No, no. yeah. yeah, but that was still not good yeah. enough for the Arsenal we had at that time. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's nice no. to have. It's nice the record to have for us, you know, but yeah. for him, he, he must be shitting himself. Oh, well, I the think, way they are are now think, yeah. think he's the first guy to get
3: sacked. I think he'll be the first one to go. People are saying, Steve... You know what? I predict
0: exactly the same, Steve. I reckon he's going to be the first mm. one to get sacked. Uh, well, yeah. they, they, lost, they lost their first game against Newcastle 2-0 away. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it was, sorry, it was at home, wasn't it? They're at home, yep. yeah. yeah, home. yeah Sorry, yeah. it was at home. Who, who do you think is going to be their key players for them? I've got a couple of you who I think but, um, you know, it's just, they're, 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 they're getting tongue-twisted again. I do it every fucking podcast as well, you shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, who do you think their key players are going to be? Uh, Steve, we'll go with you.
3: I think, um, back end of last season, I think Mikel Antonio really started to come into his own. Um, I think he might be a danger man, probably four hours, depending on how he turns up. Um if they play the who was the guy they signed from Villa, the big, big centre uh, centre midfield. I can't think of his name. Um but they signed they signed a player from Villa or are signing a player from Villa. Um it's not Basanga or something, is it? I, I can't even think. But there's a there's attended, someone yeah. they were linked with and I, I I don't know whether they signed, but if he plays then he's a he's a bit of a character in midfield. But I think yeah, if Fornells and Antonio link up like they did at the end of last season, then that could cause a few issues down the right. But I don't know this West Ham; I, I, they've not really, they've not really been firing all cylinders for a long while.
0: No, they aren't. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I want to say Antonio was a key player personally, but like you say, I do get your point. Yeah, actually, I never thought of him. Uh, you know after a forward, I would have thought yeah Malenko, maybe it depends if he plays or not because I know there was an injury scare with him, but again, it's not mm. something I'm overly worried about with our defense you know with with that type of player uh, Corey, what what have you got a couple maybe who you think you you're worried um, about i get,
2: i think like you like you said, my, Like lucky says Gani. i don't it depends on who plays because a lot of the Big names that have gone to West Ham haven't been playing. They've been on the bench. When you think of Halla, Yarmolenko, Felipe, um, Anderson, they have They didn't. They didn't play against Newcastle. Um, I think they did play against Charlton, but I doesn't. I don't know if that means that they're going to be back in against us, or you know, or from where's the season as you know, backup these days. I don't know. Um, I think what we probably need to worry about with West Ham is um, their aerial threat um because antonio was good in the air um soy chet, if i said that right yeah um, the middle yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah he's yeah he's a he's a tall glass of water and he um is definitely a threat in the box of so set pieces corners i think that's where we really need to sort of make sure that you know we're, we're concentrated and, and and guarding those guys um but from open play yeah I don't, I, I don't see too much of a threat with the, you know, from what I saw against Newcastle. But again, it depends if if Anderson and and Hella and Yamaneka do come back in, then that gives them a bit more threat um, if they can get them playing. But um, but otherwise, yeah, the tall guys and set pieces.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I definitely get that one yeah. myself. And that's what I was actually thinking. To be fair, myself, there is another player on there who I thought would be playing against Newcastle who didn't which I was quite shocked about because I thought he had a good season last year. Uh, but before I go on to that, I'll let uh, Jerome think, uh, you know, what key players of theirs are you sort of thinking?
1: To be honest, the key player for me went in the summer, so I don't see many threats that I see our team having a problem with. You know, uh, From they sold level, that's Diagnaga, the little 19-year-old mm. guy. They sold him to West Brom. He was going to be their main threat this season. He was growing in but mm. now they, they haven't got any harmony as well. So even if Anderson starts, I'm not really worried in that sense. They haven't got a lot of club harmony.
0: So I don't see a threat at the moment. It's been reported with Anderson as well that like he wants out uh, from what I've seen, whether yeah. that's media talk or we, not. We've been linked to him way. a
3: few times, haven't we?
0: He was offered this season. We get linked to everyone. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think it was like just,
3: three or four million loan deal or something.
1: Yeah. But then you've got Mark Noble's not happy. He's center mid, captain. If that's in the back mm-hmm. room, we all know what this harmony does. and uh, right now it's kind of showing yeah. that they're not playing that great. So I just don't know if they're gonna gel again, kick it back just for us, you know, and playing against a team that's in form and happy. So I just don't know if there's a threat.
0: Yeah, in a in a group that we a couple of us are on, uh, I predicted that West Ham will probably get relegated this year as long along with a couple of others. Um, but I would have thought, you know, I think one player for me, Lanzini, when he can turn it on, he turns it on. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought he was really good at times during last season, but again, similar to what Jerome was saying, these type of players aren't getting the game time, you know, he's leaving it to uh, people like, is it Bowen, who they just signed from a championship club, you know, he's getting more Mm -hmm. game time than Yarmolenko, which seems odd Mm -hmm. to me, Uh, you know, he's been in the championship, he's only a young kid, I think, Uh, he's not Overly experienced in the prem, it just makes me wonder. And obviously, you got Snodgrass as well. Yeah. he's a veteran in he, so you know he can turn it on. The thing is, th- there's there's
3: not a lot of pace is there in that side, not really. And I think that's why, I think that's why Antonio had such a good end to last season because when, when they started putting him through the middle, I think a lot of teams wasn't expecting it because he played a lot of, a lot of time on the right or even at right back, you know, last season at times played him the right wing back. Um So I, th- I think the fact that they haven't got a lot of pace, I think if you can control the middle, then you're normally, you're fine against West Ham. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. And that'll bring me on to, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really too sure about what else to talk about with West Ham. I think they play I, in a four. I don't think they play four three three, 3 3, but it might be. I can see a 4 3 3 from them. Uh, either that or it would be a 4 2 3 1. Uh, I can't yeah, see if more than that. That. Yeah, formation. I think it's like
2: sorry, church, Noble, sort of, you know, yeah. Central.
1: Yeah. The two. Yeah.
2: And then. um. Yeah, Ford in a in in a you not know, wide. Well, I know a lot of his fans say that he you know he should be in the middle, He should be more of a, a, a an attacking central midfielder, but they have him out wide. Um, yeah, Antonio yeah. up front. Um, they, 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 yeah, I, I see square pegs and round holes there as well. I don't really think mm. that everybody's played in their um in the correct position, and I think you know with any like you said, Moyes ain't beat us. I if he's it, yeah. any club that he's in charge of you know I, 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 we, I go to that game feeling quite relaxed and especially <laughs> yeah. like I feel West more Ham. relaxed
0: against, <laughs> I feel more relaxed going against West Ham than I did against Fulham to be honest yeah mm. you know and the thing and West Ham and we're at home I,
2: I sympathize mm. and, and we're at home you know but I sympathize with West Ham I think they're in a bit similar position to what what we've been in, in terms of they're a team that's gone to a new stadium and that, mm. and that came with a lot of promises you know Bigger transfers, you know, um, up the table, and it hasn't transpired, and so the so the whole club just feels a bit deflated, and none of the players really want to be. there. I don't think like Declan Rice, who that's the problem um, now. He's he's actually a good player. I don't. He's not playing mm. like he really wants to be there. I don't think you know. Even the players that we talked about that are on the bench, I don't think they really want to be there. Um, mm. They don't know what the what direction the club is going in. Everyone's frustrated. Like you said, what Jerome said, there's no harmony there. Yeah. I'm no chemistry, no pace. Yeah. So, like you said, Moyes to get sacks.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to not play like,
3: This is because he oh, doesn't bite it. us on the arse. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> probably will. <laughs> nah,
1: I've got confidence this year. My yeah, usually, usually, I, usually I'm
2: a little bit like, oh, okay, let me not say too much because um, you never know. But nah, I just can't <laughs> see it. This year, West Ham this West Ham year. beating Arsenal, Arteta's Arsenal at home.
0: No, nah, no, nah, nah. it's not gonna I happen, happen with Gabriel in the back
2: line. <laughs> well. no, let's not get
1: there, stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but what I did want to do before we go on to Arsenal and talking about what possibilities we're going to go through there is about Jack Wilshire. You know, he's had another injury, and there's talk of him actually getting signed out of his contract. No, uh, off, do yeah. we? Do we feel a bit sorry for him being an old Arsenal player, uh, or do we just yeah, think, "Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. him, has gone. i see you later." No,
2: no. Jack hasn't. Jack mm-hmm. hasn't done
0: anything to us. He's
2: just. He's just been, been really unlucky. Yeah, yeah, he's been really unlucky. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he um if he if, if he had if he had his way, he'd still be playing for us. Um, yeah, but the, you know, there's too many injuries at such a young age. It's too much. T- too much of his uh, early part of his career just recovering from injuries as opposed to getting fit and getting sharp and playing and really honing his craft. So, yeah. you know, he, yeah. he was. Like, I think he was lucky to even get to, to go to West Ham and I knew what was going to happen. Like you could see that he's just never going to be able to play football consistently full-time at the highest level. Yeah. So I do feel, I do feel sorry for yeah. him because I, I, I still remember when he was a 16-year-old and would have promised that he showed. And I really thought that we were going to have, like, you know, an England legend. Mm. Um, playing for our club for a long time, and so the way was he it handled all was against his Barcelona backside. as well. Yeah, his performance against Barcelona. You know, what I mean, we, we were all excited by this. You know, we was you know, I mean, when him and Ramsey were at the club at the same time, you'd ask people, "Who do you think has got the most potential?" And people say Wilshere. They say that he was the yeah. actual more talented, gifted footballer. So to to see you know West Ham trying to get him out of his contract, that's, that's sad.
1: It is. It's yeah, a sad
0: to be fair. Jerome?
1: West Ham are not running it like they want to continue furthering people's career and grow at the moment. Like I said, they sold the hot prospect that should be their next thing. You know, they're willing to let people go, and uh, it's really become a real shrewd business over there. Real shrewd business. And, and they are, I speak, you have got a couple of mates over there, West Ham fans, and they feel like they're going to go down because of all the backroom business and Players are not caring, so you know Jack's probably just as much as like, well, oh well, I can go somewhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want out of my Even contract. He quick quick signing, signing yeah, the yeah. money.
1: <laughs> he, he probably doesn't care that you know he's not feeling the love. Like I said, there's no harmony. Why does anyone want to be
0: there? Yeah, mm. it's a good point. It's a good point,
3: Steve. You got anything to add to that one, mate? Uh, I th- yeah, I think you know there was a few players in there uh, in that sort of time when first had his big injury. Teams just used to come at us, you know. They'd be diving into tackles. You had the RB, you had Ramsey, you had Wilshire, you had Eduardo, you had Van Persie, time and time again. Um, and unfortunately for Jack Wilshire, I think because of the sort of stature of a man he is, he's very short, he's quite stocky, he's very, you know, explosive on his legs. If you have an injury like that, then you're fucked, <laughs> pretty much. And and it's he never quite got back. He had he had a few months. I think it was before the World Cup or before the Euros, he dragged England through the qualifiers. Him and Henderson absolutely ran the midfield and then he got injured before the tournament. Um, he come back, you know, come back to Arsenal and did all his preseason and everything else. We thought this might be... You know, this might be the year, and then he got injured. I think that was the year we had the yellow and blue, and we beat Villa in the FA Cup. And he come back towards the end of the season, and again, like I think he he made his appearance um, Sunderland away. I was there, and everyone everyone went mad. And then within a few weeks, he's he's injured again. It's it's a shame to see because there was so much love for the from the from the Arsenal fans towards him, and you know now he's in the nether. He's 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 just wondering about doing whatever. And it's yeah. a shame because he is a very talented footballer, was a very talented footballer. Yeah, I agree. It's a shame. Rem- yeah. Sorry, go on. Do we remember that goal
2: against, I think it was Norwich?
0: Norwich, that, yeah.
2: That team mm. goal? Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. goal I mean, against Norwich, you
0: know, I remember from Jack and the, uh, the game. Yeah, against they were my yeah. team, I remember yeah. that world Yeah,
2: we thought we were going to get that, you know, on a consistent basis. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was, things were looking so good at that point. But,
0: Yeah. It was never meant to be. We moved. No,
2: nothing not. at the parade. Nothing
3: beats Jack at the parade. Oh, oh that
1: was <laughs>
3: <expensive>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there is that, yeah.
0: It was off his face. <laughs> that was a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Right, on to Arsenal. Uh, we'll get these couple of things out of the way first before we go on to line-ups, uh, score predictions and so on. Uh, Aubameyang, re-signing. How excited are we? Jerome.
1: I knew it was happening. I was saying it for a long time. I was good. I was confident. I'm happy. It is. I think he's going to attract some players for us now. Just that signing alone would attract some more players. So I do feel that that was major. Despite me thinking he's sign the AA is always signing, I think it helps so much more. Yeah. I think he's got he's bringing that extra pull to the club. So yeah, big sign, Glad.
0: Yeah, Steve legacy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that I that and possibly even even the other way around. Perhaps he signed it because he knows that we're getting some extra players. I think that mm. could you know that can also play a big part. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was always gonna happen. Um I think as soon as Arteta come in and we did the you know, did the FA Cup, did the community shield, I think it was just a waiting game. It was a very frustrating waiting game, but
0: I think it was always happening. God, you're not kidding about the waiting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So how many times can you
0: put a bloody egg timer on Twitter? Oh. you know, how many times can you do that to us, Corey? Go on, mate. I know you want to let loose. I saw your arms up, ready to rip your shirt off again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you know, this him signing this new contract, um, it reminded me, and as we need reminders sometimes, like of the special club that Arsenal is and that we are. Still a big club, despite you know our recent our recent woes. Like when you put it into context of one of the best strikers in the in world football, you know, mm-hmm. um, like seeing what's going on at Arsenal and seeing kind of what we see as fans, and and the, and the fact that he connects with fans as well, and yeah, we're paying him handsomely. But for him, for someone like that who could go anywhere to stick around and and sign on and and be be part of this project makes you like as an arsenal fan like proud again of of, you know following and supporting this club and it makes you have renewed faith because if he's got faith you know that this club is going somewhere then us fans you know need to get on board with that as well so oh yeah um, yeah
0: there was talking there was a talk on sky sports news earlier on today about barcelona was sniffing around him so I don't know how true that yeah. is, or if it's no. But why, why? would they free. like?
2: Some no, people might talk about his age, but like he's not slowing again, like William, he's not slowing down. He's still like no. one, no. one of his... you know could be the fastest player in the Premiership. You know, well um, people say about I,
0: age these days. You know, I know people. I know it was a big thing in Arsenal when they got to thirty, they were sold on. You know, that was a big thing for Arsengo. But mm. when we talk about age, especially in these times, look at Ronaldo, look at Messi. I'm only saying them they, because of the age range play. they are. Look at Cialini. Mm. Cialini was playing till what? Yeah. Yeah. You know different era of football. Hmm. Hmm.
3: This Athlete. is
2: a
1: different era, I think.
2: In total, like, I think just 30 Athlete. in this day and age is not what 30 we used to be like. 20 years ago 100 you know oh, um, yeah. sports yeah. science 100%. has come a long way and just and just just in general just in terms of like things we just have a lot of knowledge about how things that we eat and exercise and everything else we look oh, past course, ourselves yeah. now you know and um and so we i think we do need to stop looking at 30 like is there like okay that's the cut point and you know it's hmm. going to be total decline after that point Zlatan and guys like that, and Ronaldo are good are good examples of like. Look at how old are they? Well, they you know, they're still some of the best players in their position.
0: I think so, Zlatan's really all games, fair, So you know, and he's still bagging them in from all over the place. Isn't he, really? Let's face it. Yeah. Is he now? Yeah. Is he I back mean, at AC Milan now? He's, he's back Milan, at AC yeah.
3: Milan. Yeah. 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 I think Jeco's about to go to Inter. I think I'm seeing or Roma or no, he's at Roma. He's going somewhere else. I think he's 34 now. I think I think the thing is now as as. Corey's saying, sports science and and the way people condition themselves, um, not myself included, is uh, a <laughs> completely yeah, completely right. different to, to what it was. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I think the only thing that changes as soon as you know players start to get that sort of age, and if they pick up an injury after their thirty, it's just just the way they play the game. You know, Aubameyang playing on the left is probably one one main difference because he hasn't got hasn't got himself in that sort of physical. Physical risk, you know, there's not really a risk of him running up between two massive centre-halves who are going to just block him off and, you know, do his shoulder or, or you know. So, I think players just adapt their games as they get older and, and that's, that's the only change, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. And with you going up and down the left all the time, you're always moving, aren't you? Whereas as a striker, as a central point, you stop-start, aren't you? You're making... Mm. The, the runs are a lot harder, you know. They're, they're a lot harder straight yeah. away because you're, you're bombing it from the off whereas obviously down Mm -hmm. the left wing and down the right wing you're not you're always moving so yeah it's a lot easier on your ankles and your ligaments down that end as well so yeah i agree with you there and again with what everyone else has been saying sports sciences dietitians everything that goes along with it 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 makes a huge difference and if Mm -hmm. you can afford to pay for these people why not
1: but i also want to add this goes slightly to what Corey said earlier on. Like, you know, where you said about Aubameyang and also what Scunny said, being lazy. To a degree, he's playing the best for his body as well. He doesn't have to mm-hmm. exert it all the game. He's now saying, you know what? Am I running up and down? I've got players that are actually worthwhile doing it now. Do you get what I was saying? You know, yeah. Back a year ago, he was like, I've got to run because if I don't, these guys are going <laughs> to... No one else will. Team, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. now he's kind of like, oh, OK, you guys can do your thing and I can chill out. Oh, okay, I yeah, my thing. So I kind of I'm seeing the plus side of that, you know what I mean? Because that's what they do as you get older, you get they play a lot smarter, and I feel that that's where he's at. He's in the prime. Yeah, that's
0: good I
2: point. think um that's what I think what helps with that is the, the formation that we're playing. Now I know we're gonna talk about yeah. Arsenal and whatnot, but the formation that we're playing with someone like Ainsley doing a lot of the running down that mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. you but know, me, he he's such so, yeah, he's he's such a presence um on the pitch that you know you your your front player doesn't have to like track back as much because you've got this guy and then Tierney when he gets opportunity he's bombing up there as well you know and so and then and you know they switch and then yeah. and then he can drop in and then both Ainsley and Tierney are up that, on that left and Aubameyang only has to concentrate on banging them goals in
0: yeah yeah that does make a good point when you got a couple of young laughs behind you uh well before their prime, bombing it up and down the pitch, he, you're not going to run as much, are you? Really, to be fair, you're not like, going to do it. Are you? <laughs> you're fitting, me, mate. You go. <laughs> it's not I'll my go
1: job.
3: <laughs> It's
1: not my job. You're doing yeah, your job. Yeah, I'm doing my it's, job.
3: So really good. Uh, mentioning Tierney, it surprised me on on Saturday how quick he actually is. The amount of times he had he had bombed forward from from centre back and lost the ball, and they'd played a long ball down. He's it he's gone he's he's catching up with the man before he gets across it i couldn't believe it i mean it made me oh made me pant and puff just watching <laughs> he was so so quick he's i just can't believe how quick teen he actually is
0: well there's also the fact that i can get with him being scottish as well no one's gonna he's not gonna listen to anyone anyway <laughs> he? he's just gonna do what he wants
3: yeah <laughs> But I, th- so I, th- I think, I, I think no. that was definitely part of the plan, though. You know, if you can double up on 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 either side, and I, I mean, it was confusing, wasn't it? The fucking camera angle, because I'm I'm thinking the right oh, hand man. side, but it's not. It was, angle it for Fulham Fulham was absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So I think the the as, as you say, if you double up on that left hand side and you have Elneny got back, it can create all sorts of problems, and then you've got the cover, you know, going back as well. So. <laughs> Bam Yang just sits there, waits for a pass like what William made, and then bang, you're in.
1: It, it just ah, made me chuckle it, and realise: are we saying the right side's the problem now because Pepe can't do his job and William's having to come back, and that's what we're saying. <laughs>
2: mm, I, maybe I mean we we, we were saying <laughs> I mean we were saying that last season, right? Where you know with Pepe and Bellerin, we're like, that's you know, if there's a weak spot in terms defensively, then and it's,
0: it's it's that side. It's you know, I think it still, I think it still is that side with Bellerin, Unfortunately, I think uh, there's a lot to talk about on that one from maybe a different time. Uh, well, I think that's more my personal opinion lately over what it is to actually is. Um, what I was going to say was, you've just reminded me by talking about Fulham again, Steve. Um, the Arsenal OG Max, uh, he can't spell Fulham. I'm just going to put this up for him because it was all over Twitter <laughs> and all over Facebook. I was spelt Fulham. So that's for you, Max. I'll uh, I'll give that one to you, mate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Uh, doesn't uh, matter. We'll yeah, just talk about uh, Martinez leaving quick. I know Jerome was well off the mark with that one, he wanted to get straight on that point, didn't you?
1: Well, I just felt like Leno kind of like it got ignored that he just yeah played the game, do you know, like it was when we even would talk about the game, yeah, he didn't have to do much, but it was did anyone even mention Leno played? Do you know what I mean? In I mean, general, when he took back it, so I just felt it was he was kind of just a, just a yeah, he came in. Hi, yeah, carry
0: on. I think uh, before, before we go into it, I'm just going to say this quick, but I'm just going to see what you guys think. I think the problem is at the minute is, because Martin has played so well towards the end of last season in the FA Cup and in the uh, Charity Shield, he did play really well. I'm not taking that away from him. But because Martin has played that way, people forgot how well Leno was for us. And I think because Martinez has left, and this is just my opinion from what I've just saw, uh, from what I've seen online and on Twitter and Facebook about comments about it, I think people were waiting for Leno to make a fuck up.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I
0: think that's the that's a problem for me because at the end yeah. of the day, Martinez is leaving. We knew he wasn't going to stay in some respect. He, he wanted yeah. first team ball, which you can't blame him. You know, is what is he twenty eight? 26, 28?
1: 27, I think he said anything.
0: Oh, he? Yeah. Between, yeah, 27. 27 yeah. I think he is He's going to want first-team football. Now, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to get first-team football at Arsenal because I think, for me, Leno was going to be the first-choice keeper. Um. So, mm. what I'm going to ask you guys quick is, do you think it's fair that people are waiting for Leno to screw it up so we can say you should have kept Martinez? Is that fair yeah. to Leno? No, uh, absolutely. Drew, not. Bro, let you
1: know this, you I'm, I'm, I'm going to go straight. No, you know what? I was, I, I listen. Martinez done really great. If we could have kept him, and you know what? Him and Leno battled it out, that'd have been immense. But it's not going to be that. And Leno was our keeper before. He actually done really well. And people forget that during a nervy time, he didn't necessarily always make the best save, but he did make a lot of saves. He was under pressure, just like the rest of the team. And, you know, being that back line, he also at one point faced the most shots in the Premier League. Like, mm-hmm. We can't forget that, <laughs> so we've got to give him the chance because he was actually good. Um People waiting for him to fuck up, mate. You know, you might as well be another chat and be on another channel. That's how you feel because you're looking for likes If you're waiting for him to fuck up,
0: yeah. Uh, Corey, do you want to? You have got anything to add for that one? Uh, you can talk about a, yeah, a bit just... more into it if you want. If you want to talk about Leno and Martinez, go for it, mate.
2: Yeah, no, just echoing what, what Jerome said. You know, is um, look, <laughs> decisions have to be made, and that's it. So you know, you got to, you know, someone's number one, someone's number two. Okay, Martinez has been around for, for a long time. You know, so we obviously respected his wishes that he wanted to go somewhere and play first team football week in week out. You know, that's fine. Um, is it? You know, did Leno do anything to to get dropped? No. Um, he, we were singing his praises. We were upset, really upset after that Brighton game. So, you know, let's not forget. You know what I mean? And but yeah, Martinez helped us forget, and it's, and it was great that we had so, we to come in and do so well. We we had faith that he 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 would he would do a good job. It's not it wasn't a surprise to us. Um, but now he wants to go in and sort of you know in a different direction in his career. That's fair enough, and that's it. Like that's you know. Leno ain't done nothing
0: wrong. Leave Leno alone. Like you know,
2: he he will make a mistake. What and then,
0: yeah, it's like whatever. Oh uh, I'm not that's, being that's funny, silly. but one that long ago that David De Gea was uh, up there as the world's best keeper at one point, and look at him now. Look how the mighty fall. So yeah, it's, yeah, things change. It's, you know, and the mistakes do happen. Even Alisson at Liverpool, he makes mistakes. He made a mistake mm-hmm. against Arsenal. So it happens. Yeah. Always yeah, happening.
2: and we just we just don't need that right now. Arsenal are in a very good place, you know, in terms no of energy. like the, the yeah. It's like the fans. We're all in, on the same page now. There's no <laughs> conflict. There's no. Do you know what I mean? Like just, yeah, yeah, think this and these yeah, things. With that. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all happy. We're all like on board. We we know I mean, there's a small minority that Bam <laughs> signed a new contract. You know what I mean? Bamyang's on the same page. It's all good. We don't <laughs> need no toxicity. In the club, do I mean where we've got people arguing Agreed. about keepers and who should have stayed and who, you know, who should be number one and whatever? It's done now. You know, oh, Martinez is just yeah. happy. Leno's happy. We're happy. That's it.
0: I think yeah. people sometimes yeah. before before on to you, Steve. I'm just going to make a point: is I think people forget sometimes that football is a business. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. come and go. It happens. So go on, Steve. I'll let you go, mate. Floor Yeah, I I think you know on on. On the Fulham game, I one thing I
3: noticed about Lennon, and I said to a couple of people, but I haven't seen it as often notice how he would try, he was trying to come for the crosses a little bit more. And we don't often see that, he'd, he would usually just punch him straight out and he'd stay and he'd let the defense deal with it. I noticed that a few times, but um, yeah, I think Martinez before last season he had a very good end of the season at Reading. Um, And I know a lot of people coming into last season weren't so sure. And I remember when we started our Europa League campaign and whatnot, you know, there's people in the fan base then saying, why don't we just play our strongest keeper? Don't bring Martinez in. What's Martinez done to start? You know, and there's a lot of people that were saying that. And now they're the ones that are saying we shouldn't sell him. We shouldn't sell him. It's like, well, last season, you weren't sure. Yes, he's had a very good end of the season. But if you, had that, if you were that keen on Leno before last season, before the start of the season just finished, then why is Leno worse? Because he's had an injury. And I think, you know, everyone's touched on it. You cannot forget how good Leno was. Martinez, very, very good. Nice to have a keeper that you could say, well, actually, either of them could start any game and they'd probably put in a performance. But 17 million, the fact that Emi Martinez has said himself, it's not about money. You know, Arsenal wanted to keep him. He said it's not about the money. And that's why he's left. So, respect his wishes.
0: I, I think, yeah, you know, yeah. good luck that's to him. Why I, quick, sorry, I was going to say, that's why I mentioned quick, mm. it was his decision to leave. You know, he yeah, was, like, absolutely. wasn't Arsenal's decision, so. But, no, but you know, so, Arsenal... many,
3: so many people.
0: I just wanted to add to that when
1: you say it's his decision, but still being, what did everyone want Arsenal to do? Say, all right, sorry, Leno, we're going to have to sell you now and keep Martinez. Yeah. Mm.
2: Because exactly. then I think
1: everyone would have had a problem with that. Then so you know, we had our number one, like you say, sick with
2: it.
3: Yeah, I think too too many as I say too many people last season going into cup games. What all you know you'd see it all over. Why is you know, Why is Leno Leonard dropped? Leno's been playing a blinder for the last six weeks. You know why is Martinez starting? You know remember Reddin seven five and you know it's like yeah, but that was a long time ago and uh, it's just. You know, it, it's done now, and hopefully this is—is is it Norway? Is he a Norwegian keeper that we're looking at getting? Yeah, European, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we got him, <laughs> Scandinavian. Yeah, that's better. We got him, him supposedly pretty much done, and we're still after the Brentford keeper. So I think I think we'll signal that Matt Macy is probably going to leave. I think Matt Macy will Uh, go. And if we get another two keepers, then then cool.
1: I can't see us getting another two in this window. Not with us wanting uh, other positions. The only reason to say that is 10 mil for Real, one mil there. And we supposedly want, oh, uh, I can never say his name. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, wow. yeah, they, they need, wow. Even if we, even if we think about a party deal, like we're getting twenty mil, I don't can't see them wanting to spend half of that on a keeper straight away. That's the only reason I say that.
0: Right, Dave Atkinson's completely Icelandic. gone. He is Icelandic, yet yeah, not Danish. So, thank you for that, Dave. Oh, no, Appreciate you. that one. Dave. <laughs> Sky, well, like we said, Scandinavian. <laughs> Uh, right then, let's get on to the game. Possible lineups. How do, you, how do you think we're going to turn? How do you think we're going to play this one, Corey? Um,
2: exactly the same as the last game.
0: Same lineup. No,
2: yeah, I don't see. I don't see any reason to change it. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's really sort of knocking on the door to sort of break into that starting eleven at the moment. Plus, I mean, I don't. I don't know what the injury situation is with David Luiz.
0: He's still, uh, I uh,
2: he's still out till come next back week in when he starts trading. Yeah, so when he when he comes back in, then I I I see a shift, um, mm. an interesting shift because, you know, holding's doing well. Um, T and he's not in his natural position. Um, Gabriel, mm. you know, man of the match, you know. Um, so you know, yeah, not like. Um, his- <laughs> Is it gonna be Ainsley that has to make way? Teeny going to the left wing back. You know, Gabriel moved out to the left side of the defence, David Luiz in the middle. But for but for this match, yeah, I think exactly the same.
0: Uh, I agree with what Jerome was trying to say there. I think I think I'm gonna get it. Ainsley's gonna be moving on to the opposite side.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's taking better <laughs> in yeah. I, I, yeah. I kind of see him managing that Bellerin position because you have got to remember, if Tierney can push down to that left, you know, you've even got Saka can play across the left as well. He's not even seen no game time yet, so I see the left mm-hmm. side as a bit more solid on options. Right side, we've got Suarez. I, Bellerin, I hear you. I just don't.
2: Of... I just don't think that's what Arteta is gonna do. I don't think he's actually going to do that. Maybe it not tomorrow, not, to yet. not yet, not tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think future. he'll wait. Yeah. When Bellerin, yeah. you know, like you said, he was a bit, he was a bit think, like he didn't notice in the last match, but until he does make a see. mistake, then I don't think he's getting to Well, I think, I think
1: once the back three changes, then we really know what's really going to be going down because I think the back three or back two is going to be pivotal for anything that we see going forward.
0: Yeah, I honestly think it will be a back three. And like Corey was saying, when Louise comes back, we're going to see probably a bit more of a shift. But you've also got to remember, we've got Mari to come back. We've got Mustafi to come back. You've got Chambers, Socrates, they're all to come back. Whether or not a couple of them play, I don't think. I, don't, I think Socrates will be going at some point. I can see Chambers going at some point And I can also see Mustafi moving on as well. Uh, because we have got quite a lot of defenders. we uh, still got to be Saliba, so, he didn't even get on the bench, which I thought he'd probably be playing over Gabriel. To be honest, I think he, uh,
2: he had a knock. He
0: did. He had a knock, apparently. So that's why. Oh, okay. Oh, that, I didn't even know that one. So, <laughs> Thank sure <you>. is, um, <laughs> know, uh, but yeah. Um, so we have got quite a few centre backs to come back. Uh, so yeah, but I am also going to go with Jerome on this one. I can see. I can see Maitland Niles going onto the right hand side, and it's either going to be him or Bella in that they're going to go at some point uh, because we have got Cedric Suarez there as well um, who can obviously can play on who plays on the right back and i can't see one of them i can see Suarez staying because he's only just recently signed so it's either going to be Maitland-Niles or Bellerin which if it was me i'd prefer Maitland-Niles to stay mm-hmm. uh Bellerin if i'm being honest uh Steve what do you think mate
3: yeah i th- i think i mean Bellerin's linked being linked with a move everywhere isn't he um I think it's just because his market value isn't as high as what it was a couple of years ago, and I think if somebody comes in because we have got those options, Arsenal are going to be looking to look at the sell. I think we got Osei two two, um, who's going to be coming back. You know, next it will be back next season, and I think he's highly rated. If Chambers stays, he's an option at right back if we're playing. You know, playing a back four if need be. Hopefully, we don't see Mustafi there again. Um, so I think yeah, if, if somebody goes, I think it might be Bellerin. But obviously, we've got to remember after these next two games, we've got Liverpool. So I'm hoping that if David Luiz is fit for Liverpool, but we keep another clean sheet against West Ham and, you know, do all right against Leicester, then we keep it as is. You know, keep Maitland-Niles on the left, keep Tierney at at centre-back, which is where he played against Liverpool the back end of last season. Um keep things the same. Don't bring David Luiz in for the sake of bringing David Luiz in because if he's not got the game time and he's not got the, you know, the the football under his belt and everything else is clicking, fuck him off, leave him out.
0: Fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, Mm.
1: I'd have to agree. I don't want to see David Luiz come back into the team at the Liverpool game. That is my... Not for the sake of it, no. No, I really wouldn't. Just purely because, like you say, game time, that would be really crazy. That would just be crazy. We know when he comes back after no games that they <laughs> yeah. do with that one moment. So you know that red I card have card. Him, but I just <laughs> really like I could see Liverpool pushing for that pen, you know, like taking that moment in the box. And no, 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 no. Let's mm-hmm. just keep keep with everyone. Even yeah, if he's in three, don't do it. Yeah, let's see how the team go. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. Uh, I was gonna mention because uh, Corey, we'll go back to you again, mate. Uh, who do you think is gonna do you think it's going to be the same midfield pairing with El and Xhaka?
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. That is, um, that's that. It's working. You know, it's not. It's not. It's just nice and steady. You know, you know the ball's being distributed properly. Nothing amazing or spectacular, but it's getting moved around. Um, the pace of the game with those two there is pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um there's no real reason to change. I know we've got Ceballos sort of waiting there to 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 get some game time. Um some of the other midfielders, Torreira looks like he's off. So we you know we don't see him anyway. But um but yeah, there's no real reason to change that. I think it's just you know, we're getting what we need from those two. So mm-hmm. unless until they do something, you know, until they have a mare. Um just keep keep them together. Yeah, do you agree, Steve?
3: Yeah, I think I think Tobias will come in Against Leicester, and then if he has a good game, I think he'll he'll, he'll start against Liverpool. I think he might, but um, yeah, El Nene. I, I mean, I've commented on uh, on the OG pod, and you know, I've always been a fan of Elneny. Every you know, anyone that watches Guns and Yellow Ribbons, me and Fergus have often sung his praises just because of how solid he is. And and I don't think at the moment, the last few games, he's been doing much more than what Elneny has always done. It's just that at the times zone was playing before the morale around the team, around the, you know, the, the fans, morale was low. So when you're, you know, when you've got players like Ozil not performing and you've got big names in the squad and you're expecting results and you then go away to Goodison Buck and you're playing, you know, Mario Gwenduzi and Elneny in the middle, Guendouzi had a shocker that game. Elneny did what Elneny done. But because we lost, it's Elneny's fault. It's, you know, it's players like Elneny and, and they get the flack. El, there's a lot of Elneny dick ducking is exactly what I've said the last couple of you know, last couple of weeks at the moment. And he deserves the praise, of course he does, but Elneny's doing well neney does. And you know, as I think Corey said, people are questioning whether or not we need, you know, we need extra backup in the midfield. I think in terms of first eleven players, yes. But I if Elneny stays, then we've got a good squad option for these, you know, Thursday nights away in God knows where. So yeah, I think the midfield will stay the same and Sobias will come in against Liverpool depending on how he plays against Leicester. I think.
0: I want sure. to ask
2: you guys a question actually, just before, just while we're on midfield. Gwen what, you know, what, what should we do with him?
3: Depends who comes Listen in it, and how much, Mike, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> nah,
1: it's as simple as so, like this. If you don't want to get on Arteta's wave, then you've got to go. That's for me. You mm-hmm. know what? We'll get on Mikel's wave. You ride that wave, or oh, you know what? You're getting washed out to sea.
3: Yeah.
1: That's, that's, 100%. that's it for me now. Whoever's here, if you're riding that wave, like El Nene, he's playing his game, he's doing his thing for RTL. That's what I want to see. Simple as that. He even made a comment yeah. the other day. We used to play football, but we didn't really care how much passion or how much we gave. We didn't have to give 100%. didn't matter, mm. but now we have to.
0: Yeah. Well, so, yeah, we, if got, he, we if saw he that actually, it, with Sabaeus and, uh, and Ketty, didn't we? At the start of the Fulham game, we saw some passion there. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if any of anyone else has seen yeah. that. The, the crap that they had at the, uh, before the start of the game. I saw it. Yeah, that's all mm. as well. I it. Oh, no, it. Notice how Sabaeus wasn't pushing into
3: Kolasinac, though.
0: <laughs> well, you know... When I it, don't it, think it, anyone would... would, would when you walk into a <laughs> wall, you know, you're not really going to get much out of him, though. Are you really? To be fair, you're just going to walk yeah. into all. Uh, uh, I, uh. I think the bias. Well, you I
1: think the bias probably saw the Ozil robbery video and said, no, nah, what's the point in trying to kick you? Yeah,
3: in? nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a fair point.
0: Yeah, so I, you know, personally myself, if we go on to the forwards, uh, I agree with you guys. I reckon it'll be in an Elmeni and. Uh, Xhaka again, and I agree with Steve, what Steve was saying as well. Uh, you know, somebody else will probably come in for the Leicester game. Um, so yeah, and for forwards, I can't see any change to the forwards, I think it will be the same again. Willian Lacazette and Abamyang. Has anyone else got anything different? You maybe see Pepe, I don't nah. see it yet. Nah,
2: no, nah. nah. you can't drop William after what he did. You're not going to drop Lacazette, you scored a goal, and you're not going <laughs> to drop Abamyang. <laughs> <laughs> So um no, there's no there's no change there. I'm just I just I was looking forward to them gelling and really clicking. Um, because front frees are the difference between, you know, winning and losing in football these days. You know, if you've got, uh, you got you your midfield could be shit, your defense could be mediocre. If your front free is on it and firing, then you know, you can you can be like Liverpool and, and beat teams like for free. You know, so yeah. we need them. Um, we need those three to really click and gel and get a good understanding.
1: Yeah, definitely. So two out of three is working. <laughs> no, no, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that William isn't, but I think he's just kind of got to get into that mix because of Bamieang and. I, R- I wouldn't say
2: that Willian I don't say. I wouldn't say Williams is the one that's lacking. I would say a and Lackey uh-huh. set. There's times where they look good together, but we still yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. seen the. Lacazette, I don't feel like we've seen the best of him at Arsenal. I think there, I think there is Agreed. another level that Agreed. he could reach. He hasn't reached it, but there is another level that he could reach. And that's
0: what I want to see this year. So mm. I think it's I think it's Lacazette.
2: him that's the one that really needs to kind of get on board.
0: Yeah, for me, Lacazette needs to get at least fifteen goals this season to try and push something forward for Arsenal yeah. before we can even think of considering selling him. I think if he doesn't get fifteen goals this season, I think to be honest yeah. with you, that's it for me. It's time to move yeah. on. We should look at the next big thing or the next new thing coming through at Arsenal. Yeah, because the lack of effort. Yeah,
1: I think it was lack of it. Mm. I don't know, about
0: his ability in front of goal,
1: you know, <laughs> I think it's a form thing again <clears throat>
0: sometimes, and confidence, form,
1: hmm. confidence. That, confidence. He's prepared, yeah. with in and out, and then he'd come back, and it just weren't happening. It weren't clicking. And then you, we, as well, I say, you know what? Before Mikel. Nobody was clicking. We just had a Bamiyang scoring for us at times and making it happen. So I feel we, we this is the season, like you say, we've got a Bamiyang, sorry, Lacazette season to prove himself. Really, just fully establish that position. Um, what? because or else he's only got what, two years left on his contract now.
0: I think it's yeah, two years this year and Kibbles, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, And I, so, I want you know, him to stay.
2: Hey, I want him to do well, and I want him to say just what mm-hmm. Bamiyang said. Agreed. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking to myself, when when we were talking about selling them, I was like, How you know what I mean, if if we sell Lacazette, how does that affect a because it's very it's, you know, it's very clear to everybody how close them to are. Mm-hmm. So how how is a gonna feel about the club and you know and, and, and will it affect his own form if his boy is sold? So perfect scenario is just Lacazette, like you said, fifteen plus goals, you know, p- you know, performance after performance, a you do your normal thing.
0: Twenty-five plus assists.
1: His what? <laughs> he needs twenty-five plus assists as well with the fifteen
0: goals. What <laughs> the <Bloody> hell? <laughs> I don't think Özil's ever got also, that from. But you
2: know, Gary Neville, Gary Neville put up an interesting stat about you know front threes and where what you know how much goals and assists they need to have between them <clears throat> to really be successful. You know, he used. Um, you know, by Munich's and, and Barcelona's and Real Madrid's and whatnot. And, you know, you have to be like sort of, you know, 40 odd goals, you know, 20 something assists between just from the front three in order to really be successful, just in terms of getting into our top four. So we, you know, comparing our front three to Chelsea's and United's, which are looking very impressive. Um, and obviously with City and and Liverpool, you know, not anything less than like a really really good season from all three is not going to cut it, you know. And then when Bale
0: might be going to to Tottenham as well, which kind of nah, he's lost it. Gives their their front line. Mm. Huh?
1: He wants to go play uh, golf in Bale's
0: London. I wouldn't even bother with that one. He's lost it. Come on. He's trying to play golf in London. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think I, th- I, th- I th- no.
3: I think if Bale. If Bale can fit in at that side and get you know get some decent ball, I think he's he's still got twenty goals in him. I think he could be a, could be a real threat. To be honest, I just, I, you just
2: don't know with him because he he's been at Madrid. He's not loved there. So if you know when you're at a club where no you know the, the manager don't love you, the fans don't love you anymore, despite everything that you've done for them, you know Champions League finals like overhead kicks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Bringing all that joy and glory to the club, and then they and they turn on you like that. Are you really going to see his best form? Or, so you don't know. No. Has, has he just lost it in his legs, or is it just that his attitude at that club ain't right?
0: Yeah, well, in all fairness, he's going to a club that yeah. probably just been a nine man team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, oh, you know locomotive. Oh. I've called him. I don't even know the name that the team <laughs> so <laughs> the only just they only just won and one of them was a penalty and they went down to nine men. So Yeah. Not good. Jose's team. Uh, mm. Right, so we'll just get this done quick. Jerome, score prediction, mate. One. I'm going for three nil again. I'm
1: you know going for three nil, nil again. Yeah, I just feel confident three 0 Yeah. I'm
3: going for Sorry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, three you nil. Know, oh, what, Come on! Don't tell me, Steve, you're going to go three nil as well.
3: I was, but I'm going to have to go different now. I think it's going to be two nil. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know Just what? I was yeah. as well, but no, Balsy, I'm going to go four <laughs> nil. <laughs> I'm going all out. Wow. West Ham <laughs> is shit, 4-0.
2: Right. I mean, the, what, the, what's our, our last match? The last time we beat them it was only like one so nil. it wasn't. It was a lot, 1-0. but you know, we were a different team in a different Hefe, place, wasn't it? Then. But look, they haven't mm. beat. They- yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they haven't
2: beaten us since. They haven't beaten us for what, five years? West Ham?
3: been um, a long while. You know, yeah.
2: yeah, my dad, and my and my cousin are that. West Ham fans. <laughs> yeah, see? <So,
3: laughs> it a lovely weekend. You
2: know, if, you heard, if you ever heard a Pete from them for five years, then. You know, nah. you know it's
3: been a long time. <laughs> i tell you, you a quick little story. <laughs> I think three seasons ago, because my cousin was still living with us, uh, we beat them 2 0 and I had a load of red electrical tape so I made a massive 2-0 on his bedroom door and he's come up the stairs and I've just heard fuck off and I was like what, what's up and he went, oh, you know what, and like, oh shit yeah sorry I dropped me tape No, oh, just <laughs> dropped it into a 2-0 on my bedroom door, oh fuck <laughs> off <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: we he's there with the
0: fucking West Ham tattoos from, we're like gonna say, we've had one from Potsy, the, the pod whore and now we've got one from Big Steve. We love having a good story on the end of this show. I love it. We it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go 4-0. I'm going to go all out. So oh, and yeah. I think we'll end the show there because uh, it's been nearly an hour and it's been really good. I've enjoyed tonight's podcast. So We've yeah, really made run, it uh, So I am going to say, you know, we are getting more into this now. So if you like, click the like button if you like the show tonight. I'd really appreciate it. If you don't, you don't. You know, it's completely up to you. It's your prerogative. Uh, there's also... Hit the subscribe button, guys. And uh, if you do enjoy the show, we have got other shows coming to As Brothers. We've got the OG show. The latest one just came out on uh, the other day for the Fulham game with the OG and Toby and Max. Uh, we've also got Manny's Hot Topics. Uh, one was viewed last night. Uh, not last night. Not that, oh, I can't even remember how my days have gone. Uh, yeah, the day before. Girl, man. Yeah. My days are gone completely. So, Manny's hot topics. That was with me and Potsy on there. That was a really good hot topic. I'd recommend that one for you. We've also got uh, Ryan's reviews. Uh, the cup reviews coming. Uh, that should come after the Leicester. I know we said we'd mention Leicester today, but I think we just sort of ran out of time on this one now. So, <laughs> we'll let Ryan sort that one out. Get off his American ass and do something. <laughs> uh, and we've also we will have the Aspros monthly coming out every month. Uh, so, yeah, it's well worth hitting that subscribe button if you enjoy our Brothers. And also, to let you know, click the bell. Uh, it's up to you if you want to click the bell, in. that's completely your prerogative again. So that's completely it's So there you go. Right. Cheers like guys. Really good show again tonight. Appreciate it. Corey, enjoy your holiday. Uh, don't get a black eye from your Thank missus you tonight. Much. You know, I love to see them pictures when you do. Uh, Jerome, as always, I think you'll be joining me again next week
1: see you next week
0: see you next week and Steve thanks for coming on mate really appreciate it All right, see you later guys let